Hello, hello, hello. My name is Milan, and I just got back from a multiple weeks of silent meditation retreat in a Buddhist monastery in India, Dharamsala. No phone, no laptop, just meditation and teachings for monks. And I can tell you two things. Number one, meditation works. And I looked into the studies and it actually proven that it can alter your brain in favor of less stress and more productivity. Second, this is something that can progress your career. Think of Steve Jobs, famously a Buddhist. If you want to know what the evidence is for meditation working, and if you want to know how this can help your career, listen up. So I'm going to essentially talk about two things. Number one, I'm going to prove to you that meditation works. Number two, I'm going to show you how this will help to progress your career. So why do I think that it works? Again, data guy, I manage my company in a data way, so I will use data studies. Harvard Medical School has a very comprehensive, beautiful study that I will show that essentially took a bunch of people and asked them to meditate roughly 30 minutes a day for a duration of multiple weeks. And then they put them into MRI and measured what is the density of the gray matter in the relevant parts of the brain and compare this with the state that they had previous to starting meditating. And they found out something fascinating, and that is that a clear increase could be found. Why does it matter? Why is it relevant to have high density of brain matter? Well, high density of gray matter in your brain is often associated with things like stress reduction, better ability to manage your emotions, more mindfulness, so you are more present in the current moment, so you can react in a way how you see desirable, better memory, and in general, a lot of other very beneficial abilities that we are trying and trying to build in our lives. Second, and this one I find super fascinating, so in University of Wisconsin, they took a llama, right? So a person who very likely from a childhood time was brought up in a monastery, knows meditation since the moment that they can remember anything. So it's quite advanced, right? And teaches meditation, just, you know, a Buddhist monk, essentially, senior Buddhist monk. And again, put them into fMRI and ask them to meditate. And what I found was incredible. So the insula, which is the part of the brain that is responsible for the management of emotions, lit up in a way that I never saw before. Like initially they thought he has an epileptic shock. It was so intense on the brain scan. Essentially the level of the activity that this person was able to produce in that part of the brain and the time that he was able to sustain it throughout the meditation session was something that was unheard of. Maybe it's because the Western science is mostly occupied with Western subjects, so then we have biased results. But anywho, this has one incredibly important insight. You can train this. This person got to a level when they were able to produce never-before-seen activity in the brain. And by the way, they were meditating on bodhicitta, which in Buddhist, in Tibetan Buddhism means meditating on compassion and loving-kindness. So they were able to, on command, create 
incredible amounts of love and compassion and kindness inside of their brain and sustain it for a longer period of time. Think what this means. If you have this ability, you can do it with happiness. You can do it with pleasure. You can do it to mitigate sadness. Brain can be trained in the same way as muscles can be trained. It just requires to sit and meditate and follow the path. And one more point to this, the studies, when I was going through them, there is, you know, some of them are done on people who meditate for years. Some of them are done on complete newbies. And it turns out that the results become observable for the meditator after a few weeks. Usually it's like a month or two. And the people can already notice difference. And I see it on myself, like, ever since I was in the monastery, I meditate every day two, three times. My life is different. Everything is slowed down. Nothing really bugs me. There is this stability, this, this quality of, of calmness that all of a sudden has developed. And this is exactly one of the things that the people report. And this is achievable after a few weeks. So consider this a message from the universe. I bet that most of you already recognize, oh, meditation is cool, I should meditate more. This is the message from the universe, to meditate more. You need it. We all need it. It's like therapy. We all need it. Okay, I got myself a bit carried away. So back to my second point. How does this help at your work? I have three examples. Number one, quite often when we are at work, we are very active, right? So something comes, we process it. Something else comes, we also process it. I'm an executive, I'm a CEO, and I make dozens, maybe hundreds of decisions a day. Small ones, big ones. They, they come, I process. And the ability to create this little gap between the input and the decision, the reaction, can decide whether you have a company or not in the future, essentially, right? I give an example. Somebody comes to me with, oh, one of our apps is offline. Like, you know, emotions inside of me explode. What? <laughs> what do you mean offline? We have hundreds of thousands of users. That's a catastrophe, right? And my first reaction is anger. How did it happen? How do we fix it? What are you doing? <laughs> is it a constructive reaction? Probably not. I will stress the person out. They came to me and reported, which probably required a lot of you know, bravery. Um, so instead, the better reaction would be constructive, systematic. Don't waste time with being angry. Just talk to the person. Tell them, thank you for telling me. What are we doing? Do you need help? Are we resolving? When is it back online? Calm, systematic solution instead of anger. And in order to be able to produce responses like this, you need time. You need a time between the stressful input, which sparks the emotion in you and your reaction. And this time, this gap, that's exactly what mindfulness is, com is, is cultivating. The time for your frontal cortex, for the rational part of your brain to jump in and say, no, we are not going to yell at this person. We are instant going to be constructive here. And this ability, that's what meditation does. So that's number one, the ability to produce reasonable reactions. Number two, mental balance. I don't know about you, but when I'm depressed, anxious, and stressed, I usually don't give my best. And as I mentioned before, there's a lot of studies from Harvard on this that prove that meditation, long-term meditation, reduces all of these factors. Hence, it makes you more productive at work. Last but not least, performance itself. Meditation 
and again, like Harvard Business School has a lot of research on this, um, tends to improve our memory and also tends to improve your ability to focus, which is, of course, important when you're doing analytical tasks, when you are when you need to be quick and remember a lot of information at the same time. It makes you more efficient worker. So look, again, message from the universe, start meditating, because it's not just good for your personal benefit, which should be enough in the first place. I mean, you're on the game here, right? But it also progresses your career. So go, meditate. And also, please like and subscribe, share. And if you want more videos about meditation, I'm, I spend a lot of time meditating and traveling the world, learning from different lamas, leave something in the comment and we can do another one of these.